guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E of the E and Friends Podcast. Thank you for tuning into another Vibe Weekly episode with your girl. So, guys, what's going on? Thank you for continuing to keep up with me on Instagram at E and Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. Thank you for telling a friend to tell a friend about the E show. And I also want to say thank you you for acknowledging uh, the conversations that my guest Rissa had last week on the Eve Friends title Guess Who. Uh, she was a longtime guest and I promise you the next time she comes on she is going to be a little more forceful with her words but we had a lot of great conversations. I had a few people hit me on the inbox and we just had a lot of conversations going on. And so I love all the back and forth dialogue. So y'all keep it coming. But for this bout week, your girl Model E is going to give you a little something else. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend. And let's go. So guys, I don't want to bring this up, but everybody's talking about it. Everybody has a little mixed feelings about it, but I'm not going to speak too much about it. I'm really not. I'm not going to show nobody no love, but I watched the Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix and yes, it is crazy. Very crazy. Um, We can tell that from the beginning of the show that uh, this kid had a whole lot of issues and the family had issues too. And no one really took the time to look into these issues. So these crazy things happen. And so, um, I'm not going to get into much of it, but, um, you know, my husband told me that anybody who watches, um, you know, movies like that, that they are, you know, crazy, insane people. So I assume that I am one of those crazy, insane people because those stuff don't bother me. I think that it's good to understand exactly what happened, you know, once a person, you know, has got called at in prison and everything and it kind of gives us you know um you know maybe a little more closure sometimes um you know the family out there understand that they didn't want this but i mean it's, it's a lot of movies that are being remade every day it's a lot of stories being told so but um yeah i just wanted to bring it up that i watched it and it was very crazy it definitely had me interested and so um anyway new subject uh i am going solo dolo tonight but next week um next about week i will try and give you guys another guest and so let's talk a little bit about college life experience um for me in high school when I graduated I'm gonna be honest I wasn't a person who say oh I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that it wasn't like that for me you know my thing is to get some sort of education right so it's not like I was stupid or anything in school hell no none of that you know smart girl still smart but I really didn't have like 
that ambition to say, you know, oh, I want to go to this college. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. I just know that I wanted to be your model. That's what I wanted to be. So, you know, you got everybody around you, like all your friends, your classmates and stuff. They're all going to these big four-year colleges and they just got all these type of plans. But your homegirl, nah, she wasn't doing any of that. So I don't know if it was because of, you know, my upbringing. You know, my husband always say that I never experienced life. I never get to do anything in my life. (laughs) that you know my childhood has been taken away from me (laughs) but um it's just like it it was just very simple for me like I I live a very simple life and I kind of just go with the flow so once I finished high school I started at a community college in South Carolina and I went to community college for two years and then you know what no I don't think it was full two years it was about a year and then after that you know it was some personal issues that happened in my life you know I was uh, married I got married not so long after high school Um, it wasn't a long successful marriage so I don't even claim it but if you guys download the got what you need app on Roku I may have a special series of prize in there for you guys that would give you all the juice on that. <laughs> so I started out at this community college for about a little of a year, like I stated. And uh, everything was good, you know, it's in college and everything, you know, I've still been You know, I've been working. I basically have been, you know, taking care of myself, you know, doing my one twos. You know, I had a little bit of, um, you know, bills to pay and stuff. And, you know, I had like car insurance and, you know, maybe paying a little bill here and there and stuff. And so after going there and let's not even talk about like changing majors, like I've been to three different schools so in three different areas so I've dipped and dabbed in a little bit of things so the first time that I went to community college um I took up marketing and business okay so around that second year came I decided that I wanted to venture out and I wanted to move out of the area that I grew up in so I moved to this, you know, area in South Carolina called Greenville. And I've been living there probably for about three, four years. Yeah, probably about three or four years. Um, it's actually, you know, a, a nice place to live. It was um, very, it was very good. It was growing. Um you know, it, it had a lot of potential there. So once I got there, I went to um, the other community college that was there. And at that time, you know, I'm like, basically a full adult, you know, so I've accumulated bills, you know, I've been working and I never really experienced the whole college life thing like how everyone else did 
you know how people, you know, they say they go to college and they just party, they drink, they have fun, they do this, they do that. And they really don't worry about life things. They don't. So I felt I never really had that. I've always worked. I've always paid my bills. You know, I never went home and asked my parents for anything. I went out there and worked. And so the people who were at this college with me, we stayed on college campus. So I did get a little bit of experience with being on college campus. Um, it was dope, you know, to be around people my age and, you know, just kind of get out there a little bit and do something different out of the norm than just going to the hole in the wall back at home. <laughs> and so we, it was about four of us. Um, three of us basically work at the same place. We used to work at Target and, you know, we were young. We were in our early twenties and one of them had already had a kid. Uh, so she's been adulting since high school and the other, um, two, the other two girls that had any kids, one of them were a little older. She didn't went to college with us, but I met her by working at um, Target. So she was a little older and a little established. So she already had a kid, but we all, you know, grew up and we all became good friends. So during that time, um, you know, we did used to hang out. We used to go different places. We used to go out to eat and stuff. And if it was something going on in the area, you know, we would be in the number, you know, just enjoying life. And so uh, probably about, like I say, about three years, I, um, I actually, well, I didn't met this guy there, um, actually, um, I had already knew him before and um so we were living together so I decided to move out and that's when I went and lived on a college campus because it was some things going on and I felt that you know I needed some space and I also needed some time to you know just do me because when him and I met I was, you know, I just got out of a very bad relationship. And so um, he kind of, you know, took me out and showed me something different. And that's how that began. So once I started, you know, staying on the, on the school campus and everything, um, you know, our relationship tend to, you know, go a little downhill a little bit. And it was some stuff that his mama said about me that I didn't like. And so, you know, that right there kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm done with that. You know, mom's boy, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with that. So if you can't make your own decisions, then there's no need for you, you know, for us to be together. So with all that said and done, um, oh, something else that happened to but I ain't going to tell y'all that because y'all too damn nosy. <laughs> I'm not going to spill the beans. I'm not going to tell all the information. But, um, you know, the girls and I, whatever, we continue to have that fun. But I just never really got that experience, too. I didn't say I want to do, you know, 
do a lot of drugs and have a bunch of sex with random people. No, not that. But I felt like I really didn't had a chance to do all that. And even though like right now, I am okay with that. I am 40 years old now. I am married and I have two kids. I still haven't felt like I need to go out there and like sell my royal oats because I've done some things when I was young. So it's not like I've never done anything. I've done things, but I just haven't done it in the college setting where I should have done it. So my husband always tell me, don't wait till you get 40 plus years old to want to go outside and want to have fun and stuff. So I know, I don't, I don't think that's in me like that. You know, I am very reserved. So what you see is what you get out of me. That's how it is. So being there and, you know, just being an adult, like it's hard, you know, and all four of us, the girls, we, I guess we became close with each other because we basically all like had to grow up. You know, we didn't have the experience of just not having any responsibilities. We always had responsibilities. And so till today, 40 years old, responsibilities. And you kind of get tired of responsibilities and you just want to just do some fucked up shit sometimes <laughs> and just live life by the horn, which is what we should be doing because guys, short sidebar, life is precious. Life can be taken away from us just like that. So we have to enjoy. I know we want to pay our bills. We want to save our money. We don't do this. We want to do that. But you got to do something for yourself. Got to do something for yourself. Because if not, you're going to miss out. My thing is, if you are no longer here anymore, you're not going to be able to spend that money. Somebody else is going to spend it. So just have fun. I'm not saying be, be stupid. Just have a little bit of fun. That's all I'm saying. But I don't regret anything. I don't because I feel everything I had done has been, you know, a very positive life experience for me. So I think it made me who I am today. And so um, getting back to the story, college life, you know, I've had a car. My father bought me my first car in 11th grade and it was an 85 Honda Accord. It was brown. And yeah, you may say an 85 Honda Accord. Yeah, that car was dope. You hear me? It was my first car. I remember the first day he bought it to me. Like he bought it cash and he was like, here's your car, baby. I was so excited. You know me, I'm pulling up on high school with my 85 Honda Accord. You know, I got my cousin over here. I got my girlfriend in the bag. And we didn't really um, like you wasn't able to drive to school until you was like your senior year. So, you know, we like parked across the street from the school or whatever, but it was just dope, you know, because we used to walk to school all the time. We never used to catch no bus. <laughs> we used to walk to school. So just to have a car, <laughs> that was dope. 
I've never done anything crazy with my car. You know, I've never been the one to hang out with a bunch of people and get in a bunch of stuff. I've never done any of that. That just wasn't my seed. So if anybody come to you and say, Erica used to do this, Erica used to, they're a goddamn liar because I don't do no shit like that. I'm just like how I am today. I keep to myself. I'm a very private person and I just don't get in no shit like that. That's how I do it. I keep to myself. So um, getting back to the whole college life thing, uh, I would tell y'all this incident. So I had a roommate. I had two roommates. Uh, we had a three bedroom apartment and both of my roommates, um, there were white girls, right? There were two white girls. And I thought they were cool at first. You know, nobody really talked to each other. You know, we had a common area, but I think maybe twice that we all sat out in that common area. And when we did sit in that common area, we were all, you know, with our boyfriends or whatever, just a bunch of friends hanging out. But it wasn't never a, oh, we getting fucked up. We about to party. We about to have fun. It wasn't nothing like that. You know, I, it was kind of whack. It was kind of whack. I'm going to give it that. It was kind of whack. So <laughs> nothing like that at all. But I was mainly in my room all the time. And so I had this one roommate, like she wasn't never at the apartment. She would always go and stay with her boyfriend. Okay, cool. I ain't got to worry about nobody. The other girl, she had this boyfriend, but they used to always get into it all the time. She used to come in late at night and sometimes he would come there and they would just be talking loud. I don't know. You know, they was out drinking, but it was always some shit popping off. And the bitch used to eat my food. Like I used to have food in the refrigerator and she used to eat my food. I ain't gonna tell y'all what I did, but trust me, she ain't never eat no more. But yeah, she ain't never ate no more my food. I can't, don't eat my damn food. You didn't put in on it, don't eat my food. But that was the only thing that I didn't like about that experience. You know, I still have my own bathroom and everything. Um, I'm not good with, you know, sharing my little personal space with anybody. But um, yeah, and so um, I don't know, like my whole experience, it was different from the norm from everybody else. You know, I hear everybody else college life experience and they would just, you know, like having so much fun, you know, and they left from home and they, really their parents didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just different, but I don't regret any of it. But I'm glad that I did went and got the little experience that I did. But then I come to realize, you know, years later, paying these student loans, I was like, I ain't doing shit I went to school for. But I got all this student loan that I'm just waiting on Biden to go ahead and collect. I'm just waiting. So come on Biden, make sure you go ahead and give me that full 20, cause I'm waiting. But, um, but yeah, um, I really didn't had no big plans to go to college. 
I know I just wanted to be a model. So here I am, Model E. And speaking of model, you guys know that I tried out for America's Next Top Model back in the day. Yeah, my first time trying out for um, America's Next Top Model was back in 2007, 2007, where... Um, I really thought Tyra Banks was going to be that. Tyra Banks is my girl. I used to like watching American Next Top Model. I just know I wanted to be on that. I was supposed to be on there with Eva Ads, but Eva got it out in. But your girl went out. I remember went out to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I went to an audition and I had to walk on the runway. So, you know, I had my heels and everything. I walked on the runway, you know, change into multiple outfits, take pictures. And then we were doing like commercials. And I remember doing this one Visa commercial. And it was um, Visa. It's everywhere you want to be. Y'all remember that commercial? I know it was a little while ago, but every time I turn on the TV, and I see Samuel L. Jackson with my Visa commercial. I was like, that's supposed to be me. That was supposed to be me. But you know what? Guess what? I'm my own Model E. So second time, right? Second time I went. But this time I didn't went to an actual audition. I got a little lazy, maybe a little discouraged. And I did a video. So yes, this is when VHS was in play and I did a video and I turned in the video and everything. I had my girlfriend to come over, take a bunch of headshots and I asked my little questions um, on the video and gave them my answers and everything. I remember sending it in and I had to send it certified just to make sure someone signed for it. And so I remember like, calling them making sure that if they received my video and then finally one day they was like, oh yes we received it it was signed by such and such i was like oh my god they got it they got it. i ain't never had nothing from the ass so um tara y'all missing out so your girl is a podcaster now she's doing some of everything i'm my own model yes <laughs> y'all i am serious Y'all don't see this face. I'm serious. So, um, so this is how Model E became because I wanted to be a model. But you know the reason why I why I think I didn't succeed as a model is because I'm an introvert. If y'all can't tell, I am a very shy person. Yes, I'm very shy. And so I realized for me, I need like a push I need someone to say you can do it you need to go out there and do it it's like I don't have that fully committed drive so I think that what holds me back a lot with being successful but I have my husband now and um, he's really working on me so I am thankful and blessed for him <laughs> because if it wasn't for him guess what it wouldn't be no in friends podcast it would not because I would never, ever think about just sitting in front of this camera or even a mic talking and damn sure talking about myself. But y'all realize over the years that I can get on this mic and I can talk even on this video 
I can just talk, have a conversation to myself. It ain't nothing. <laughs> it's not nothing. But that's how all that became. That's how Model E came. And um, but it, it's not like I didn't have any ambitions or anything. It's just I was just, you know, a regular reserve person, you know. I figured as long as I get some sort of education um, that I will eventually figure out what I want to do in life, you know, and be happy. But I am glad that um, I saw my husband on Facebook under people you may know because I don't know what I will be doing now. You know, with him, you know, we do a whole lot of stuff together. We have businesses together. You know, I am the face of a lot of things. And, um, you know, I'm still an introvert, but I am not an extreme introvert. I know how to do things to get myself, you know, to keep going while I'm out having all these eyes on me. Like, I know how to control it. I know what I got to do. So... Yeah, um, I do want to get into one last thing before we go. A cuddle therapist. So, is this woman out there? She finally announced what she does for a living. Now, this woman pays what she charges $1,300 for cuddles. Look, it's October fall is coming it is pumpkin spice season yes and it's it's time to snuggle up it's time to snuggle up it's cold we need to get warm and we need somebody to snuggle up with well this woman she only are for cuddles okay so she says she is not a sex worker she have never had any clients um attempted to do anything you know sexual with her she makes her clients um, sign an agreement before the healing can begin. So her whole thought for cuddling is to heal, okay? Now, she says while there is nothing sexual um, about the cuddle therapy, sometimes people do become aroused and get embarrassed, but we just deal with it. Um, in a mature way so that's natural I can see it happening you laying beside someone a man is behind a female your penis is going to get hard okay that's not nothing that's not something you can control it's just natural instincts so she was like the way that they deal with that is just you know something simple you know we're all human it happens you know so let's continue this journey <laughs> And so the agreement that these men sign is that the genitals and the breast must be covered and are not um, to be touched during a session. So nobody isn't touching anything. We're just cuddling each other. So um, so she was like, um, the touch can elicit those responses and it can and she said it's only natural that's what I just said it's natural so they just you know leave it there and they just deal with it 
but she charges $1,300 for the customers, you know, who want to snuggle. Um, and it's overnight. Why they go to sleep? So she's there for a few hours sleeping with them. Um, but she does offer a lower price for those who cannot afford, who cannot afford the premium, the premium, um, cuddle package. So I guess, you know, if you don't want her to stay up overnight, you just want to be held. You just want to be hold. You just got so much going on, but you don't have anybody to talk to. You can just come on and huddle her, maybe have the price for maybe two or three hours or so. I don't know, but I feel like I'm in the wrong business. Okay. But I don't know if my husband would allow me to give cuddles. But what I can do is I can hire other folks to give the cuddles. I just provide the building and what comes with it. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to have to go put that next on the list. <laughs> but I mean, if nothing sexual is being involved, I don't see no harm in it. I mean, you you got to be safe. You got to protect yourself. Um, for me to do that privately um, by me, by myself, I'm thinking about, you know, like my safety now, um, because we all know there are a lot of crazy people out there and there may be people who, who needs this, who needs that mental therapy, you know, who needs that conversation just needs to be held and hold. Yes. But there are people out there who would pay that $1,300 and do some crazy shit. So now you're in some shit. But um, but if it works for her, it works. But um, I mean, $1,300, that's, that's not bad. Just to cuddle, you know. I mean, I love the cuddle. Um, you know, my husband... Maybe he should, you know, start charging me $1,300. You know, the money is coming back to the house, you know, so. <laughs> but if I tell him that, he's probably going to be like $1,500 because my cuddles are deep, you know. But guys, yes. So um, this is your girl, Model E, and I hope you enjoy my college life experience and go out there and get you some cuddles for $1,300. Make sure you continue to follow me on Instagram at E and Friends Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And I will see you guys next week. Peace out.